Thank you so much for downloading and happiness on Christmas Day. What a wonderful present this is. Now, it's not our usual Christmases this year, so Claudia and I tried our best to squeeze in an extra episode for everybody that's been enjoying our series so far. As you know, or for those that don't, Claudia and I will be discussing a topic and how it relates to and impacts happiness. We'll be diving into psychological theories and evidence that will either back up or contradict our own experiences. Claudia is a psychologist and learning and development specialist with a purpose to boost happiness in the workplace. And I'm Kitty and I am a digital marketing person who enjoys experiencing these dares and delving into these theories about what makes us happy. Happy Christmas! Merry Christmas, everyone! Wow, I am so happy to be joining all you guys on Christmas Day. Although, I wonder how many people will be listening on Christmas Day. I always listen to Adam Buxton's podcast on Christmas Day that he releases. So we're competing with some high-caliber releases on Christmas Day, Claudia. But it's us, Kitty, and it is all about happiness and Christmas. So, you know, special. What an interesting year for us to have been doing the podcast. And what are the chances of us being able to release an episode on Christmas Day? We planned this from the start, didn't we, Claudia? Uh, I haven't, but sure. Oh, so Kitty, Christmas, Christmas. How much do you actually know about Christmas? How much do I know about Christmas? I mean, I know about the religious side of why we celebrate Christmas. I know I love Christmas. I know I've been really looking forward to Christmas this year. And I probably don't know much under the surface of the usual, maybe. For this podcast episode, I needed to actually dive deeper into the almost original traditional aims of Christmas and also why psychologically Christmas is so important to us. And I found that entire topic of Christmas so fascinating that at the end of my research, I felt like, wow, I actually didn't know much about Christmas. Oh, wow. That's interesting. The psychological reasons or hangings we have around Christmas are interesting. I mean, it's just a day. It's one day in the year. Why do we lose our minds <laughs> one day in the year? Absolutely. So why do you think that's the case? Why do you lose your mind over Christmas, Kitty? I just love that we're all in this sort of collective directional thing where we're all talking about the same thing. We all have a shared experience. We can all talk about Christmas food and you get to eat mince pies and you get to have these things that you don't have any other time of year. And I suppose it's like nostalgia, isn't it? Like if I eat a mince pie, oh, it just fills me with all these feelings that I don't get when I just eat something else. If I just eat a banana that I eat every single day for my breakfast, as much as I love bananas, it doesn't make me feel happy like a mince pie. Absolutely. And you're right. From psychological point of view, we humans are the creatures of habit. And what Christmas represents to us is that we know that whatever crazy year we had, Christmas will come. And it will be the same old, same old, the way we celebrate it as a children and now as adults we're still creating the same atmosphere for potentially our family. And that 
constant in our very unpredictable unknown life is what makes Christmas so special to us. Oh, wow. Okay, that sounds so nice. Because sometimes I think everyone has their traditions that they do, the stockings at the end of the bed, waking up at a certain time, having a certain breakfast, etc. Sometimes they're like, oh, why do we always do the same traditions? But when I hear you say about why that is, it's a security blanket of, oh, we know this is coming and it's a sort of safe space. Although I know Christmas isn't the best time of year for everybody, but when you do enjoy Christmas and it is those kind of homely feelings, isn't it? Of like things that you look forward to and you look forward to them because you remember them from happening before, I guess. Absolutely. And you know, like in lots of traditions, we eat even certain things only at Christmas. So, you know, you're waiting your whole year to eat that one dish on Christmas, which is so funny. But there is a dark side of Christmas. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I was thinking about this episode and how polarizing Christmas is. And this year, especially because there is quite a lot of potential heartache in families not being able to be together. But even in Christmas's past, not related to COVID, it is a sensitive time. The things I think about being difficult for people at Christmas probably does come down to when your families can't be together for whatever reason, or you didn't have a family in the first place. I don't know. But I do see there's a sadness to Christmas as well. Yeah, so the dark side of Christmas is that data from European Social Survey say that people report lower well-being at Christmas. And there are kind of two reasons. One is our physical health is out of balance because we are overeating, overdrinking, we are overexcited, we are not maybe sleeping very well, and we're in this like Christmas festive manic time, and that actually causes a stress to our body, because that's not our normal routine. And secondly, is that aspect of emotional well-being, which is the one that you are mentioning, it's not having family, not being able to be with family, or having a complex family dynamics, and actually having additional conflicts, misunderstandings during Christmas or disagreement of who holds the Christmas and how we're going to celebrate. Oh my God, yeah. So there is that kind of dark side of Christmas. And I do agree also with you that this year is definitely a bit special. So as part of our dare, we needed to speak to people about their Christmas. And I do get impression that there is more anxiety about this year Christmas. And the reason for that is that people traditions may be broken this year. So I spoke with lots of, of my friends about Christmas and yes, they are not able in majority cases celebrate the way they used to. And I think that causes us additional anxiety because as we already said Christmas is about that safety blanket but also additional aspect is that nostalgia that you mentioned through this crisis this year we did lose people jobs lifestyles you name it so I think it might be quite reflective almost therapeutic time for us and I think it would be good to kind of make a space for that and don't be surprised that we may be experiencing grief at the Christmas because we stop we reflect and we think about our losses 
I think that that is interesting. I mean, I'd love to hear what your Christmas is usually like because you have sisters, you're in Poland. I know how important food is to you guys. Our family Christmases are quite high energy go 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 like quite busy there isn't often time in the day to like make that space that you've just sort of described I can't sort of see that in my Christmas day but actually we're talking about a period of time aren't we Christmas is like a period and Christmas day is sort of like we just go high octane enjoyment It will be a really fun day and we just eat so much and drink so much and we don't think very much at all. And it is just about kind of making everybody happy that's in the house. And that's like a celebration of the year and our lives and our family and our love and things like this. So yeah, I don't know. That's very much not considering people that will actually be having to make harder decisions. We don't have a huge family. We do all sort of fit within the bubble of three. But when you have got people that won't be there there will be a space I imagine in some people's homes where because of your traditions you'll notice that that person's not there just recognizing that that will be a bit tough for people I suppose yeah yeah I think maybe for this year anxieties around Christmas it's just accepting that it might be different Christmas for those two reasons and I think accepting it and having a bit of briefing space around that can help us to celebrate it because I agree with you, my Christmas always been so hectic. And that was almost a joy of that Christmas with the pinch of stress. But generally the hectic, big family, very busy, no time to sit and think. But actually, if you think about origins of Christmas, the reason of Christmas and the idea of the Son of God, Jesus Christ being born, was that people were meant to slow down and spend time in prayer and preparation. It was about giving gifts to less fortunate and it was about celebrating and preparing for the new beginning. Do you know, that is so nice, isn't it? I felt like this year, but this is purely anecdotal, people have been less interested in the gift giving and buying things for people because this year has made us realize that people and relationships and community is so important and I think because that option or the threat of not being able to see your loved ones is quite likely or could happen I think it's made a lot of people realize the real importance of Christmas whereas before people would say it and again this is anecdotal I guess but people would say it and tv ads would sort of say oh it's not about the present but really like bye 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 but now we're all realizing like oh my god the NHS is amazing we're out clapping for them in the summer and how important people are within our communities so maybe that thread of what Christmas really is about should try and come through a bit more naturally this year because of the challenges of the year I agree I think we can connect to the original meaning and the purpose behind Christmas much more this year just because as you said we had that reflection of what's really important. I mean, still when you put Christmas in Google, it's just about shopping. I'm not sure whether kind of online shopping is going to change. 
So I think the idea is definitely accept that maybe this Christmas would be very different for you. And secondly, is to remember that actually studies show that the pressure from Christmas comes from the fact that we have a like ideal expectation and a standard in our head. So if we forget the shoulds and really think, how do we want to celebrate Christmas this year? Simplify it much more and really think about this original aspects of Christmas. Take care of our body because that really influences our positive mood and happiness. And concentrate more about gratitude and kindness, then I think we can really still have beautiful celebrations in whatever shape and format you are planning to do it. Wow, that's great, Claudia. Not only have you given us clear instructions on how to be happy at Christmas, but also you listed three previous and happiness episodes that people can go back and listen to. Acceptance, gratitude and kindness. That is nice. So I completely see how that is going to be good for me to do. I come through Christmas feeling like a slob and it's just nice to go for a little run, go for a walk. Lots of people go on a Boxing Day walk, don't they? And that makes you feel good. It's more time to speak with friends and speak with family and connect. Yeah, I think giving back, I think, is very important. I'm actually taking that on board. We haven't recorded this on Christmas Day, listeners. We've recorded this before, and now I'm going to try and get involved in some giving back before Christmas. Yeah, some volunteering would be definitely nice. Is there anything else that you find out from your friends about Christmas this year? Yeah, so I asked a few friends on WhatsApp what they were looking forward to and how it would have differed from years before. And actually, it's funny because one of the friends said that they think the familiarity won't be the same. And so that feeds into what you were saying about the traditions. It's actually from Ems, who is one of our biggest fans. So shout out to Ems. Oh, Ems, we love you. She said that there will be familiarity about being in her parents' house. And obviously, she's hardly been there this year and you'd usually spend a lot of time there but because we've all been in lockdown and separated so she's looking forward to that familiarity but says it won't be the same necessarily because we're in such a weird time and then she said mainly looking forward to a break from work as well (laughs) yeah absolutely time to really recharge batteries For me, Christmas this year definitely will be very different. So usually we come together as a family and in Poland uh, with my Polish family or in Britain with my husband's family. But this year that's not possible because it's just too many of us. So it's just too many bubbles. What's very nice, for instance, how my family in Poland is approaching it. They're almost celebrating the Christmas, kind of stretching it across the period. So instead of having one big celebration on one day that we used to do, which would be around over 20 people, they just kind of almost stretching the celebration throughout the week by going on nice walks in smaller groups, by having only a few people for the dinner, for going to the church with another group. 
in social distancing. So they're really trying to kind of stretch the Christmas period. And it'd be quite interesting. How do they feel about that afterwards? Because it can feel quite overwhelming. So I'm trying to do the same. So I was looking at December and trying to squeeze in outside meal visits with everybody. And I thought, oh God, I've actually filled December up completely. It's sort of as busy as it would have been last time. But these are for kind of Christmas events when I would have seen everybody in one big go probably. And you're having to do lots of little ones which I think we do need to be considerate with the things you said around taking the time to make sure that we're not gonna be overwhelmed drained of energy and kind of exhausted by the whole end of it and we won't have this opportunity at January 1st to kind of feel refreshed and revived and ready to take on next year because there's also this whole thing about the 1st of January being this fresh start isn't there? I mean, that's sort of how people look at 1st of January of like refreshing everything. For me, I want to be really ready for next year. I want to have things in order and use the Christmas period when things do hopefully get a bit quieter after we've actually had Christmas to just do a bit of a reset and think about what I want for the next year and make sure that everything is in place and that my values so all of the work that we've been doing in the podcast and making sure that my values for the next year are all lined up and I've got some ideas about how I'm going to be putting all these things into action and I think if things are too busy over Christmas I might not be in a right frame of mind to do that. Absolutely agree with that. For me, priority this year during Christmas is rest. I think that as for many people, this year has been really hectic, really challenging. And I know that if I don't recharge mentally and physically, I won't be able to face the next year. Because as you say, we are very excited about next year. Everyone's like, okay, yeah, 2020, bye-bye. Let's just start again. But it's not really a reset button, unfortunately. And there is continuation of the issues that are happening now in the next year. So there is that continuity. And therefore, I think during the Christmas, we really have a space and time to look after our resilience, how we can boost our resilience so we can be ready for the changes and challenges happening next year. Otherwise, if I would need to continue without that Christmas break, I really think I would have some kind of burnout with all of this. You know, there's just so much change all the time. So I think really thinking about reflection, gratitude, kindness, and rest this Christmas, I think it really will pay off for the next year. Oh, wow. I have a tendency myself to keep thinking about the next thing. I think I will find I'll need to put a real effort into rest to like sit with the time and the moment and kind of push aside any instinctual feelings to rush ahead into what's happening next. So actually, that's maybe very good for me to hear about you saying that, you know, that's actually what you're going to use this time for. I do hear about it a lot, people saying we need to give ourselves permission to just rest and sit still and not do anything. But actually, I think we have to keep telling people to do that because I think it's hard to do. I think maybe I was taking a look at it of like, oh, I'm going to be really productive in these days off so that I hit January running. And actually, maybe that's not what I should be doing. I think 
it really depends how you feel and whether you feel you have that energy. I mean, if yes, great, you know, amazing, do that, do all that preparation, do all the planning, do all the goal setting, whatever that is that you have in mind. And then when January hits, you're ready with your plans. But also, if you are not at that stage, be kind to yourself and say, you know what, this is a rest and this is the time to stop and pause. Why not? Yeah, totally. So Kitty, just to summarize, the original purpose of Christmas was to slow down, reflect and celebrate the new beginning and also give to less fortunate than us. And Christmas is so important to us because, Kitty? Well, it's all our traditions that make us feel safe and it's something that we remember from before and we know that it's always going to be coming. Christmas will always be here. We can rely on it. Brilliant. It is our safety blanket. But there is this dark side of the Christmas that is our well-being might be lower physically because of the stress, the different routine in terms of food and drink and sleep, but also emotionally because it is a nostalgic holiday for some of us and also it is about some maybe complex family dynamics. So we just need to really remember that and be brave and change the tradition if needed. Be okay to shape our own Christmas. If we will be experiencing grief because we lost something or someone this year, that's okay. Just giving ourselves a space and really remembering about reflection, kindness, gratitude and rest. I think if we can implement those tools, then we will be having a beautiful Christmas in whatever format we decide to spend it. Oh, Claudia, do you know what you are with all those little gifts to people? You're the Father Christmas of happiness. (laughs) Yes, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Claudia Christmas, giving out all these little gifts of happiness and tools of joy to all the little children and grown-ups across the world. Yay! Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Claudia, that was a wonderfully festive episode there. Absolutely. And I really hope that everyone is having wonderful, happy, merry Christmas. Me too. So next week, we have got the letter Y and we'll be talking about yes and happiness. So this week, we will be looking out for opportunities that we'll be making decisions on with the answer yes. And then we will need to think about the reasons we decided to say yes to that opportunity. Absolutely. So generally, look out for any time you're saying yes. And how are you making those decisions? What gives you confidence in those decisions? and how they potentially are changing your happiness. I think it would be really interesting with Kitty. And who knows, maybe we'll say yes more often. Yeah, let's see. So Mrs. Christmas Claudia is giving us a wonderful Christmas present this year. So you can visit andhappiness.co.uk. There will be a lovely gift with the last letters from K to you to show you how to use some of the techniques and tactics that we've learned on this podcast to be happier. 
So yes, head to the website, download it, have a read and be happy. We dare you to be happy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you.